Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Creative Rise podcast. So hey, guys. glad you are here with us for another week. We're encroaching up on our 100th episode, which is so cool. It's insane. Uh, that's pretty insane. 100 I episodes. I know. We were, all, we were always like, oh, we got to do something fun for the 100th episode. And then we're like, oh, shoot, we're like two weeks away from the 100th episode. It really did sneak up on us. So we are going to do something fun, by the way. So make sure you listen uh, to the end of the podcast because we're going to talk about what we're going to be doing on the 100th episode. Just a little sneak peek at it. And you're not going to want to miss it. But welcome to today's podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about the three worst ways to review your business at the end of the year. How do you review your business's success, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone asks that question when they get to the end of the year. You know, how do I look at what I did this year and how do I track if I was successful? Did I grow my business? Did it scale? Is there something that I should think about changing or reinventing as I go into the next year? So in this episode, we're going to share a couple of the common pitfalls that we try to avoid because we're actively doing this. We're getting to the end of the year right now, guys. We are already focusing on not doing these three things and kind of doing the opposite of these three things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we want you to be able to do those too. So that's why we are sharing them with you today. Yeah. So grab a pen and paper for this, folks, because this is going to be an interactive podcast. So sit down, get your headphones in, grab a journal because we want you to be able to go through this so that it creates change for the next year, which we're really excited about. Yeah, so because this theme of the podcast uh, for this week is all about looking backwards, obviously, we want to give you something uh, encouraging to look forward to. Yes. Um, the end of this episode, we're going to tell you about a couple different things that you can look forward to from Creative Rise coming up just in the new year, which is great. They're going to be so helpful mm-hmm. for you. Uh, so stay tuned for that. But for the first thing, obviously, we want to encourage you guys when you're looking back, you you don't just want to look back like, you know, as we're talking about doing this episode, but we really want to encourage you guys to get excited about the new year because we always like talking about the new year here at Creative we Rise. We love the new because year. Because <laughs> there's a lot of reasons why a new year brings new vision new goals, Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes, you know, new hurdles to overcome that you can get excited about. And for a lot of people, uh, you need better offers, you need better systems, you maybe need better skills to run your business, you need better revenue streams, or you need to ramp up existing ones. There's a lot of things that the new year can bring. uh, And it's quite exciting. And I know some people also get discouraged about the new year because there's so many creatives and you might fall into this category. At some point or another, we fell into this category where you're incredibly talented on the creative side, but you end up spinning your wheels and never dial in the business side, right? They don't realize that the business side is learned. You kind of inherited this creative gene. Everyone told you that you're so creative, but then the business side hits and you're like, wait, why isn't my business making money? Why isn't this happening? And the great news about this is that the business side can be learned. The business side is strategic and it's what we love talking about here at Creative Rise. And we also know that one of the biggest subconscious issues that creatives dealt with and that we've dealt with is that we believe that we have to do everything by trial and error. We have to figure out every single thing we want to do and do it ourselves in the all of the originality. And I think that's because creatives love to be original. But we, th- we think that in the business side, that is not the best way to do it. So when you're thinking about, hey, how do I nail down my pricing or a pricing guide or leading a sales call, we think we have to reinvent the wheel every single time. You don't need to do that. And you really don't (laughs) need to do that. (laughs) Spoiler, you don't need to do that because guys, here's the reality. Every time you're wanting to, like Christy just said, you know, get on a sales call, learn how to pitch somebody. You're learning how to change your pricing. You're learning how to build a better website that, that drives more sales. Somebody's already done it. 
Like yes. you don't need to reinvent the wheel and every done it single better. time. Let's Absolutely. Be so somebody are somebody else already knows how to do what you are trying to do for this next year, which is really exciting. And if you can tap into that, you're going to get to where you're trying to go a lot, a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. So uh, we know this is true, both because we've experienced this. I've utilized that little statement that I don't need to reinvent the wheel every single time to grow my businesses drastically over the last 10 years of being self-employed. You've done mm-hmm. the same thing for sure. Yep. And we've watched so many people out, so many other people do this, our friends that have done this. And we've watched so many people in the Creative Res Mastermind yeah. also do this. So if you're not sure what the Creative Res Mastermind is, well, it's your it's your lucky day. We'd love to tell you about it. We're getting super excited because the next round of the Mastermind, round nine, is coming up in the new year, which is crazy, crazy to think that it's round nine. But if you don't know what the mastermind, the creative res, if the mastermind is, the creative res mastermind is simply kind of defined by this. It is a six week mastermind that we built three years ago. It's a deep dive into everything you need to understand foundationally as a creative business owner to hit your first six figures and or your first multiple six figures. And those are pretty lofty numbers to be calling yeah. out. And wow, Joey, that's pretty lofty for you to say that. We say that because that's what it's built to do and that's what it does for people. We've had so many people come in making 20K, they are now making six figures, making 100K and they're now making 200K, 250K. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've seen time and time again how the foundational stuff that people have learned inside of the mastermind, Mm -hmm. what we've built it to do, it works really well, which is so exciting and it's something that we love to do. We love more than anything getting to help people break the creative struggle by helping them understand that they don't have to reinvent the wheel every time they want to learn something new mm-hmm. in their business. They can come, borrow some confidence, and get access to the tools, tips, and tricks that help us and a lot of other people that have helped build the Creative Res Mastermind library and community to be where it is. Mm-hmm. They can just borrow all that stuff and learn those things really quickly, yeah. not have to reinvent the wheel and grow their businesses in a much more effective way. And at this point, we've had over 200 businesses 202. go through this mastermind. People, which is crazy. This is our ninth round, and that's something to celebrate because that's 202 people who are breaking their creative struggle mm-hmm. every single day within this community. And it's so exciting. And there's so many reasons why this mastermind works so well. But one of the big ones, as we mentioned earlier, is that if you had to go around and find people to solve all of these problems, let's say, go back to the pricing guide, go back to the website, go back to leading a sales call. And if you had to individually go to each one of those problems and go, I have to go find somebody who's going to teach me that and then walk me through that and implement it in my business, you'd be spending all day, every day trying to do that. And it probably wouldn't work out very well. No. Right. So the great thing about this mastermind is that it not only gives you all of those core pillars, all of those, all that knowledge, but it also combines that with the community and the accountability to walk you through the implementation of it all, which is really where we feel like the meat is, is that community and that accountability to lead you through into hitting these six figure, multi six figure years fast. And we do this all within six weeks. It's literally a six week commitment. So it's not that long of a commitment, well, but you'll ramp. see the you'll see the ripple effects for literally years. We love chatting with people who are in like the first, second, third round who are just absolutely crushing it and continue to crush it alongside the community that they gained during their round of the Creative Rise Mastermind. So you guys, we promised that we'd release the dates for this round on this episode from the last episode. And we've got some dates for you guys. Yeah, here's the dates you guys got to know, okay? Burn these three dates into your head. Here they are very clearly. So uh, round nine is going to start on February 12th and it's going to run for six weeks. So we're starting on the 12th of February and it's going to run for six weeks all the way to the end of March, which is so exciting. Now applications to get on into round 12, round nine, sorry, 
uh, applications are going to go live to the public on January 30th, meaning you will be able to go to creativebrows.com, click on the apply button on the 30th, and you'll be able to apply for the mastermind if there's any spots left. Now, the third date's really crucial. Uh, the wait list is going to get early access to apply plus all of the wait list bonuses mm-hmm. on January 25th. So five days before applications go live for the public, you, if you were on the wait list, are going to get not only access to apply, but if you get, if you apply and then, you know, you get in, you're going to get all the bonuses, um, which is really cool. And guys, yeah. this is round nine. We've sold this out eight times. If you're not on the wait list, your your odds of getting, uh, you know, in very small are much smaller than if you're very on the tiny. wait list. The wait list fills this thing up. 80% to 95% every single time. And so we really want to make sure that if you're keen on growing your business this year, this is the year that you're going, I want to hit my first six figures or multiple six figures. I really want to stop wasting my time on YouTube, stop wasting my time on Instagram and TikTok, trying to find little one-offy tips from people. I want to get yeah. the whole shebang given to me and a community that's going to rally around me and support me as I learn how to implement all that stuff. I want that. If that's you, you got to get on the wait list. All you got to do, yep. go to creativebrows.com. You'll see wait list buttons everywhere. Uh, click on our Instagram. You'll find the link in uh, our bio. You'll find the link in the description of this podcast if you want to join the wait list. Mm-hmm. So, so easy to get on there. So yeah. with all of that being said, we're so excited for 2023. Like I said, stay tuned to the end of this episode. We got a couple other things we'd love to tell you about. They're coming up in the earlier parts of January. That is going to be great for you and great yeah. for your business. But with that being said, in this episode, again, we are here to share some common pitfalls that we are going to be trying to avoid as we go into 2023 and as we look back on 2022 and review our businesses. And we want to encourage you to do the same thing. Yeah. And you might be surprised by number one because it's even surprising that we're saying this because if you know us at all, you know we love when creatives make money. But the first pitfall that we see people do when they review their business success over the past year is focusing only on financial metrics. Okay, when they only look at how much did I make this last year, and that's going to tell me whether or not it was successful or not. And so even though this is surprising from us saying, because again, we love when people break the creative struggle financially, we also know that this is not the only metric to determine what a successful Mm -hmm. year looks like. So yes, absolutely, financial metrics are incredibly important, and it is a huge part of what a lot of people view as success. But there are many other factors that come into a successful year. There's building your brand recognition. It's building your customer experience and your customer satisfaction. It's what you learned. There's so many other important things that comes within a year. And the financial piece is only a part of it. But also, you guys, and this is, I think, one of the most important things when we talk about this one, this first uh, kind of misconception is that you might be in a season of business where you are building. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you're in the building season, you're not in like the reaping the benefits season, right? When you're putting your head down, you're grinding, you're building your business, you might not see the profitable financial year that is coming. And that's key. If you're in a building phase and you look back and you go, oh, I didn't break six figures or, oh, I really wanted to hit 200K, but I didn't, or, oh, I really wanted to hit 20K and I didn't, but you were in a building phase that's going to pay off later, we love that long-term view. So look back at this year and go, man, was this a building year or was this a money-making season? We're going to give you a couple quick and questions. Here's, here's like an example of yeah, that, yeah. right? So like there's going to be seasons of your life where you're selling a ton, you're selling a ton, selling a ton. And so your business is making more money, right? Where there's going to be a season of your life and of your business where you go most of the year and you're like, whoa, I didn't sell as much as I normally do or as much as I wanted to. I didn't grow my business. My business wasn't successful because financially it doesn't look like it. However, 
all year you were laying the foundations and laying the bricks in order to be able to sell at a more effective and higher rate yeah. the next year. And so you got to look back in that year and go, but was that still a success? Because is that setting me up for next year being even more successful than I mm-hmm. ever thought this year could be simply because I was building the right things, right? Yeah, that's so, so it's it's really important to think like that. There's always going to be different seasons of our business and you've got to know when you're in certain seasons, what those seasons hold for you and how to how to navigate them properly, and then yeah. also know how to look back at them and realize if they're successful or not without just looking at the numbers, yes. which is so important. That's so. so good. And so you guys, number one is focusing only on financial metrics. We want to give you two questions to ask yourself. So this is where you can grab your pen and paper. Uh, number one, what season of business did I spend most of my year in? Okay. It's either a money-making season or a building season. Mm-hmm. So figure out which one of those were and then write that down. What season? Of- There's kind of a third season. Like I just didn't do anything. That might be some people too. <laughs> hopefully, it's like, I'm not really not building yourself. stuff and I'm not making money. We hope that's not you. If we that is you, you, hopefully this is a wake up call to go, okay, how do I make that? Not me. Exactly. That's not good. Make up your, you can make up your own season for the answer to this question. So that's the first question. Second question is what non-financial areas of my business did really well this past year? Mm-hmm. So whether it was like customer satisfaction, maybe audience growth, maybe your socials grew a ton, you invested a lot of time into that. Internal confidence, outsourcing, that's a huge one. So you might be going, oh, I made a little bit less, but I loved my life so much more because I outsourced. We would say cheer on to you. That's awesome. Uh, Is it workflow? So what non-financial areas of my business did really well this past year? So answer those two questions and that's number one. Yeah. So pause the episode. Make sure you write down those questions. Go back to them if you need. If you miss them slightly, uh, write write some answers down. It's really helpful. We do that. It's really helpful for us. I hope you do that as well. So that's number one is focusing too much on the financial side. Uh, was it successful based on the numbers or not? That's not always a great indicator of a successful year. Number two, the second thing that you do not want to do when looking at your year's success and trying to gauge whether it was successful or not is by blaming external factors for your lack of success or for your oh. success. Blaming External factors on your business's performance. So example of this, well, you know, a recession or brides changed their style and didn't like my style. So no one was hiring me or COVID did this or that. Every time you blame an external factor on your business's performance, you're giving the power to the external factor. Therefore, there's nothing you could ever do to change it. Mm -hmm. If you think that way, therefore, you're never going to get out of that little rut that you're yes. in. So it's important that when when we're looking back on this year, 2022, just like the past couple of years, held a lot of difficult external factors for business owners that of course mm-hmm. caused us to have to learn how to push a rock uphill and have a have a good attitude while doing it at the same time sometimes. Yeah. However, it should be viewed as how did that cause me to take ownership over something in my business that has allowed me to then be better for it rather than going, well, that happened externally and this is the reason why my business didn't perform. So it's really important, guys, that as you are thinking about your business's success from this past year, you're not blaming external factors on your business's performance. So here's some of the things that we want you to think, okay? So uh, instead of going, oh, well, my business isn't doing as well, like I said, because Instagram is crushing my engagement or the area I'm in doesn't like my style or they they don't like my prices, I'm too expensive. Stop doing that. The problem with this mentality is, again, that it's only only going to hurt you because it's it's putting you in the back seat rather than in the driver's seat. It's putting the external factor in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Your business is yeah. not going to grow if you're sitting in the back seat. You've got to be driving the car, driving behind the wheel of your business, taking ownership over what's happening, even if there's a lot of external factors. Okay? Yeah. So get over the external factors, figure out how to take more ownership in that because when you start taking extreme ownership yeah. over the problems, 
inside of your business, you're often going to find that you are able to find a solution just around the corner, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to find the right person, the right relationship, the right advice, the right community, the right accountability that's going to help you as you take ownership and you're going to be able to get through and navigate through those external factors Mm -hmm. that are, you know, causing you to have some some pressure on the performance of your business. So it's really important you ask yourself a couple of questions. Pause this right here uh, after I read these and answer these if you want to get the most out of this episode. So number one is what area of my business do I need to take radical ownership over that I haven't necessarily been taking ownership over? I've been putting external factors in the driver's seat of that, but I need to take that back and need to take the wheel and I need to take ownership of that. What are a couple areas or what's one area that you need to take more radical ownership over? And the mm-hmm. second question is, what areas do I need to grow as a business owner to be ready for next year? So spoiler alert, 2023 is going to have external factors that are gonna impact your business's performance. You gotta do something about that, right? Yeah. You need to figure out what do you need to become as a business owner to get ready for 2023's external factors that are gonna impact your business's performance. The same way 2020 had them, 2021, 2022. Guys, 2023 is gonna have some kind of something that happens is gonna make running your business mm-hmm. a little bit more difficult than you probably thought it was gonna be and you've gotta be prepared for that. So what do you yeah. have to do as a business owner? What areas do you need to grow in in order for you to be ready for next year? If you can think about things that way, you can take ownership over them rather than giving the power to the external factors that are so hurting your business. If you can take ownership over those again, uh, you're gonna have a much better 2023 than potentially you had last year. Yeah. So really important. So good. And then the third one that we think is, so, we get so passionate about it is comparing your business to others from afar. So that is what you should not be doing. And now you might be thinking, oh, they're going to tell me to not compare myself to anybody else because I'm amazing. That's not what we're saying. We're saying don't compare your business to others from afar. And that last part is key because we think comparing your business to other businesses is actually extremely healthy. It can teach you a ton. It can show you weaknesses in yours and strengths in theirs and ways you can emulate strength in their business into yours. However, it often becomes unhealthy when you do that from a distance because you don't see that their their struggles, you don't see the the little issues that they deal with day to day to get through, that you don't see any of that when you're Mm. doing that from afar. If you're just looking at someone on Instagram and comparing yourself to the person that's like four years down the road from you on Instagram you'll probably end up really discouraged. You'll probably end up being like, ah, my business is terrible. This is a bummer. I just feel overall discouraged. The healthiest way to compare is to draw near to people. So create relationships, build relationships with people that you look up to, people that are ahead of you and really build into those and create transparency in those relationships. So when you can actually open up the transparency and go, hey, I now see the stuff that they deal with day to day, the struggles they deal with day to day, as long as as well as the successes and why they are succeeding day to day, then I can healthily compare my business and basically look at each other's notes on what's going on behind the scenes and grow my business. So we want you to compare your business, but just not from afar. So this is where you need to draw near to other people and build transparency in those relationships so you guys can both grow your business. Mm -hmm. So the two questions we want you to ask yourself from that is, who is someone I can learn from this next year and how do I build a relationship with them? Mm -hmm. 
We oftentimes underestimate our ability to create really strong relationships with other business owners. We think people won't want to, they won't be open to that type of thing, et cetera, et cetera. But no, no, no. Think how do I, how can I find someone who I want to learn from this year and how do I build a relationship with them and give them value, right? And then number two is what can I offer another creative in order to breed a transparent relationship? So again, the transparency is the biggest part. It's not just, oh, I, I bought into their subscription on Instagram, so now I see their personal life behind the scenes. It's how do I build this two-way relationship where there's transparency, there's accountability, there's support, so we can both grow our businesses. Yeah. So, so good. Okay, guys. So uh, we just talked about the three things that we were trying to avoid this year. Super important. I'm going to go over one more time. So number one is focusing on only the financial metrics to figure out if you're successful. It's not a good way to review your business. Number two, it's not a good way to review your business's success if you're just looking at it and going, oh, I'm just blaming everything that happened this year for my business's performance. You need to take more ownership over it. Number three, you've got to start comparing your business in a healthy way. So do not run from comparison. Don't go, why I'm not going to compare myself because that's bad. Someone told me on a podcast that's bad. Comparison is good. Comparison shows you a lot of good things and it can really encourage you in your business and show you some things that you could potentially see as gaps in yourself and learn how to fill Mm -hmm. if you can look at it from a healthy way. So do not compare yourself from afar because that often creates insecurities where compare yourself from a place of proximity, being close to other creatives in a healthy relationship, you're going to get a lot uh, you're just going to get a lot a lot more out of that. More confidence, more, more tips, more tools, more tricks, more more accountability, all that stuff. So guys, there's a lot of pitfalls to avoid when looking at your business from last year, from 2022 and going, is it successful? Is it not? How do I make sure it's better next year? These are three of them that we are trying to uh, constantly do in a, and avoid um, doing in the wrong way. We hope you're going to do the same thing. Yeah. Which is really cool. So things to look forward to. We said yes. in the episode, there's going to be a couple things to look forward to going into 2023. Crazy that it's getting into 2023. First things first. First things we first. Got- we are up coming up on our 100th episode and that is only two episodes away. We're going to be doing a big giveaway on the episode so you do not want to miss that. So yeah. tune in. So exciting. The second thing is we're going to be doing a live training to help set you up for 2023 really well. We always do something. You guys know this if you've been in front of the show for a while. We always do something as we cross over into the new year and going into uh, quarter one into January of 20 of the next year, whatever year it is. We always have done something for you in the three and a half years that Creative Rise has been around. We've always tried to prioritize making the new year big for you and really helping you. We always give away some kind of free tool or free guide. We are going to be doing a free live training for you this year. More details coming up uh, in the following weeks on the date for that. We'd love for you to come. Uh, we're going to be talking about a couple different things that are really going to help you set up 2023 to be the best year yet. And quick little hint on what we're going to be talking about. I think we're going to talk about some stuff along the lines of the seasons of business. How can you identify what season of business you're in, how you can then maximize that. And you're not going to want to miss it because it's going to be it's really good. Be So stay tuned for that. And then the last thing uh, oh. Last thing, but not least thing is again, round nine of the Creative Rise Masterminds coming up. Yep. You can literally get into it uh, at the end of January, which is crazy mm-hmm. to think that it's already come. The last one we ran was in October. Again, 202 people have now gone through this. This round will push us closer to 250 people. Not quite because we keep them somewhat small. So they're intimate. And so they're, they're really, really good. So you've got all the accountability you need. And guys, there's no better place to learn yeah. how to build a great, phenomenal business. Creative and no business. There better is no way, better place. No better way to start off your new year than putting yourself in proximity to businesses that you can compare with each other in transparency to grow. This is going to be so exciting. Again, it sells out every time. We have limited spots. So please make sure you get on that wait list, even if you're on the fence. Get on that wait list so yeah. that you can get access to the early application January 25th. You don't want to miss that. So again, creativerise.com or just go to our Instagram, click the bio. You'll see all the 
the waitlist buttons. Free to join. Do that. And uh, yeah, we guys hope this review of what not to do helps give you what to do for this next year and to be encouraged about this last year and all that you've accomplished. We're so proud of this entire Mm. community for even diving into this podcast, learning, growing with us. We so appreciate it. And we just, yeah, are so excited to celebrate 100 episodes in two weeks. It's coming up, guys. So So we will see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for being here. As always, if you love the episode, please leave us a written review on Apple podcast we'd so appreciate that because that's how the word gets out about the show that's how apple goes oh people like the show great we're throwing it out to more people more creatives learn how to break the creative struggle which is exactly why this podcast exists to help you build a world where you're more successful while doing what you love because we believe that you deserve that so we'll see you in the next episode love it thanks guys thank you so much for joining us today we were so happy to have you here And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle, and it should be simple. Peace.